Hello and welcome to the Field Goals Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Schultz. The Seahawks' final selection of day two in the 2022 NFL Draft was tackle Abe Lucas out of Washington State University. And John Schneider had some fun with the call. Hello. Hey, is this Abe? Yep, it is. Abe, hey, John Schneider with the Seahawks. How you doing, buddy? Good, how are you? Good. Hey, we have the 109th pick in the fourth round. Okay. But we're not going to take it. We're going to take it right now, buddy. Awesome, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> Congratulations, my man. Thank you, man. I get appreciate that, it. Get in that car. Come on over and kick some ass, my man. Oh, you know it. I'm going to be driving down here really quickly. <laughs> okay, here's Coach Kettle. All right, buddy? Awesome, awesome. Uh, here you go. All right, hey! Thank you, Coach. Thank you, Coach. Yeah, good. absolutely, man. Right down the street, right, I can right, see my family, man. Right down the street, you can take care of your folks and all that kind of stuff. They can, you know, the, I love it, man. Who can watch it? Watch it all take place. Uh, really, congratulations, and uh, we want you to come in and play right on the right side and do your thing. And, and uh, you have to compete your butt off. You got some really good guys you'll be battling against, but um, we're bringing you into play. We're not, we're not thinking that you're not going to be able to play for us. So, um, from the day you start, I mean, everything you got, you know, putting forth and learning and the work and conditioning and everything. And, and uh, we'll make this thing happen, okay? Absolutely. I'm excited, Coach. Thanks for the opportunity. All right. Congratulations, and say, say the same to your family, you, too. And I got some guys who want to talk awesome. to you. Uh, Shane Waldron's going to check in with you, offensive coordinator. Here you go. Cool. Hey, what's going on, man? Shane Waldron here. How's it going, Coach? I'm great. I'm great. How you doing? I'm, I'm a little lost for words right now, man. That's awesome. What a hell of a moment. What a hell of a moment. Yeah, We're excited to get you absolutely. out here, man. I think you did all Thank the right you. things in the process. And, man, I just can't wait to get you out here and get you out here competing. Yeah, man, can't wait to start learning, you know, and just get to work. Heck, yeah. Heck, yeah. Well, I got uh, I got Andy Dickerson here. I know he's done a lot of work on you. And, and you guys yeah. uh, spoke on the Zooms and all the different things, the, the you know, different combine stuff and all that. So here we go. I'll let you talk to him, and then we'll get you out here as soon as possible. Awesome. All right, man. Hold on one second. Abe, man, congratulations. Thanks, Coach. I appreciate it. Fired up for you, man. It's going to be great. Get you yeah, out I'm here. Fired up about it, man. Can't wait to get to work. Yep. Get you on that right side. Get you in the room and get you working. It's going to be great. Hell yeah, man. Awesome. I thank you. Thank you very much. Fired up, man. It's really, really yeah, exciting. I got, a big, I got a big old smile right now, man. It's going to be awesome. I got one too, man. I got one too, man. Thank you. Here were Lucas's thoughts on picking up the phone and hearing the voice of the Seahawks general manager on the other line. Oh man, I don't even remember the names. I spoke to like six people within the span of 30 seconds, but uh, the message, the message was, Hey, we got the 109th pick in the fourth round, but we're going to pick you right now. The Washington state product spoke a bit about what the opportunity with the Seahawks means to him. That's great, man. I mean, I'm just, I'm really just excited to learn and the opportunity is enormous. And, you know, I mean, I, I thank God, I mean, for it every day. And, you know, I know he's going to help me to take advantage of this opportunity uh, as best I can. It'll be all in his plan. Lucas said that he had a decent amount of contact with the team, unlike Ken Walker, who was the Seahawks previous selection. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, I got a, I had to work out with uh, the assistant O-line coach. Um, and then I met, um, met him at the Combine and at the Senior Bowl. At the Combine this year, Lucas also got to meet his future teammate, Charles Cross. Yeah, I met him at the combine and he was a cool guy. I mean, I really appreciate how kind of low key that he was and, you know, wasn't a big talker or anything like that. Like Cross, Lucas was coached by Mike Leach in college and will be transitioning into the NFL from the more pass heavy air raid offense. 
Uh, well, yeah, it'll certainly be a challenge, but everything is a challenge in this on this level and in the game of football. And um, you know, it'll be it'll be something that I can excel at as much as I did with the air raid stuff in college. So I'm excited about the opportunity. What made Lucas's selection special, though, is his Seattle area roots. The 23 year old was born in Everett and grew up a Seahawks fan. Oh yeah, that was my me, me and my dad, man. Uh, earliest game I remember is. Uh, Super Bowl in 2005 versus the Steelers, man. We weren't happy at the end result of that game. Here's the Seahawks general manager, John Schneider, and head coach Pete Carroll talking about what it means to be able to keep Lucas close to home. Abe, you know, just, you know, what started 42 of 42 games, uh, right tackle, come in and compete there. And, and, uh, Wazoo. Yeah. And he's from right down the street, local guy. So, uh, yeah. And, uh, Archbishop Murphy High School which has a phenomenal football program. It's really special for Josh Graff, our West Coast scout who went to Archbishop Murphy High School. No, he was really excited, had a lot of conviction for him all throughout the fall and then especially into the spring. And, uh, you know, not just because they went to the same high school and everything, he just had a lot of passion for the player and the person. And, and uh, you know, the, the conviction really rang true with all of us as we built our board. And... Uh, we know he's a competitor, and he's going to come in here, and and um, he's he's excited to uh, he was excited to get the call, and you know we messed with him a little bit, but um, yeah, he's he seemed excited. We're ready to get rolling yeah, with it was him. Such a natural opportunity for a kid to play at home, you know, and he he expressed that right off the bat, and about the family being close and all that. So it's it's a good deal. So uh, he'll be as motivated as you can get to, to make this work. Carroll said he was especially impressed by Lucas's athleticism for someone his size which was also a big plus for Charles Cross. Both these guys run under five flat. You know, the 4'9 guys at 320-something and 318 or whatever it is, you know, these guys can move their feet now. They don't call them sweet feet for nothing, you know. <laughs> He's got he, – uh, both guys are very athletic. We've never been this athletic, at, you know, with two guys at the shot, uh, you know, to start. So it's, it's exciting to see how that, that translates. And, you know, meanwhile, what that does, it sends the message to our guys how competitive this, this camp is going to be and the guys are going to battle for their spots, Stone and Jake and – all of our guys so it's going to be interesting to see how it goes abe's a finisher too now i mean he's a yeah real real strong man of faith but it doesn't look like it when he's playing football i mean the guy's a big finisher in the run game carol says he does expect some growing pains with two rookies playing tackle it'll be a challenge it's a challenge to you know and it's a race to get these guys ready to go unfortunately um you know both guys have done a lot of playing they've got a lot of football in their background played a lot of snaps for their, their teams uh which helps us but it is, it's certainly, you know, it's going it's to call for everybody to fit it together just right. We'll really hope that they can stay healthy and stay on the field and, and not miss time, uh, be in really good shape when they get here. Uh, that's going to be crucial for these guys so that they can, you know, sustain the, the learning process. And, and if they do that, then they'll give themselves a chance to compete for playing time. And, and uh, it's going to be a very competitive camp. There's this going to be a really competitive camp, and this will be a great spot to watch, you know, and, and how this develops. And, um, and we've, we've got some new rushers. And we got some new ta uh, tackles on the edge. So those battles should be uh, really big time in camp. So uh, we'll look forward to that. We'll be able to speak the same language, too. They're coached by the same guy, you know. So, yeah. 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 Meanwhile, the pair can expect a heated competition to see who will be the starter behind their line in week one. You know, the, the comp is underway. Um, Gino's come in and obviously, you know, ahead going in because he's had all of the background with us. He's been here for a number of years. And uh, so he... 
he you know leads the charge right now you know in command of our system as much as you know a guy could be and uh um you, you see you know jake had had a year with us so he's he's doing his part and, and meanwhile we're watching uh you know how drew comes along and he's going you know he's he's busting his tail to catch up and be be right with it so um all of our guys uh, we know are strong arm throwers these guys have, they, we will not lack in our the potential of a throwing game, the style, the things that we can do. And we've been able to see uh, Drew in, in great depth. We've seen everything. We went all the way back to all his college days and everything else, every throw he's ever thrown, you know, to uh, to show us, you know, what, what he's capable of doing. So we're fitting it together. Um, it's going to be a really strong competitive room, and we're going to be smart. You know, G uh, Gino knows what he's doing. He knows the game. You know, he's a seasoned veteran. When he got his chance to get going last year, he showed some some terrific stuff. And, and so we know the system can fit and work. So we're really uh, uh, off to a, a very good start just a couple weeks old, you know, into the offseason. Uh, we'll get on the field for the first time in phase two uh, this week. And so the coaches will finally get a chance to see the guys live and, you know, right up, up front and, um I'm I'm really excited to see that how that's going and how where they're fitting. I know that in the meeting rooms, uh, and uh, that our guys, they're sharp and they're precise and they know it's on. You know, there ain't anybody you know, just kind of just going through the motions here. It's it's a crucial comp and, and uh, they're they're taking to it and it's serious and and it's great to see. That's going to do it for today's show. Thanks to Wilson Khan for producing this episode. Follow him out on Twitter at Wilson underscore Khan C O N N. Also head over to fieldgoals.com. Devin Siggy projecting what a DK Metcalf contract extension could look like. And the sooner that happens, the better for the Seahawks. Also, make sure you're checking out the pre-snap reads by Thad is Rad. And if you're looking for something else to listen to, Jackson Bevins has a podcast up. The newest Cigar Thoughts podcast with Rob Staten of Seahawks Draft Blog. That's all up there at fieldgoals.com. I will be back as we continue to roll through the Seahawks draft picks. So until next time, go Hawks.